No, do it. Go ahead, do it. And I want you to keep this on the podcast. You have such a big smile. I can't do even it. handle it. No, I'm going to want you to do this. I'm, this is going to be great. I really need you to keep this audio on here, too. No. I'm laughing too much. Okay. <laughs> this is Color Speak, Unveiling Truth for Light. Hi, I'm your host, Janet Huxley, author J.M. Huxley. Here with my daughter, Emily, today. Welcome to this podcast to unveil truth and uplift you. Light is where you'll find truth. Truth is where you'll find color and color is where you'll find God. Color is the power of prayer. Actually, prayer changes the colors in your brain for real. Prayer is one of the most important activities you should do. So Emily is here with me today to talk about this and I promised her I would keep it short. How did I? That was was that really okay? good. Yeah. I thought so. I mean, I, I thought that was pretty impressive. Okay, so, hi. Hi. Scooch over I here. I just have to say, we're sitting aggressively okay. close to each other. Okay, yeah, that, that's good. Move the mic. That's good. We've okay. never recorded a podcast in person, and it feels a little interesting. She's looking. I feel, no, I feel like you're looking, like, deep into my eyes No, or I feel like you are. You're, you have this little twinkle in your eyes and this yeah, big this, smile on your face. Like, and oh. Literally, we came home from church and took a nap. That's yeah. my disclaimer. Well, and we so we're champagne. drinking. Yeah, we, we had champagne, yeah, we which made us really one glass, one at lunch, and made us we so sleepy. I haven't been so sleepy in so long. Anyway, no, it's just funny because we're literally <laughs> so we're drinking matcha tea. We're sitting close to each other, and Mom's fancy mic, her like little podcast mic. Oh my goodness, so you're just so precious. Yeah, before when Emily's come on the show, she's just called in, and yeah. I've plugged her in through a different mic in the phone. So now she's sitting yeah, at the desk with me it's super fun i wish we had like the headphones to make us feel like even more professional like the you know like the podcast yeah, headphones people those. have yeah and then they have the two mics you know? yeah yeah you don't really need those no honestly. you don't no but it'd be yeah. fun anyway please keep that i have first them portion. yeah i don't really use them so We're here. anyway and since your sister talked me into getting my ears pierced again yeah putting the headset on right now yeah. probably wouldn't be no fun. it wouldn't be good all right so anyway let's move on we're moving on and so emily thought it would be really fun to talk with you today and to hopefully encourage you i don't know where you are right now but hopefully you're praying and hopefully you realize it's a season where prayer has never been more important and so we just wanted to speak into that so what do you have to say right off oh, the bat gosh. Emily? no i thought you were gonna like well I'm the guest here. No, this is your You're show. the host. <laughs> this isn't my podcast. Um, Emily is very wise, and she always has plenty of thoughts on spiritual matters, on Jesus and all the things. So I'm going to just kind of let her have control today. Where do you want to oh go with gosh. this? I don't even she know. She told me ahead of time, we're not going to overthink it. We're not going to plan anything out. And I said, hey, listen, you know what? I am a free spirit. I'm all about that. So I'm good with... Uh, with not now knowing, with letting the me. Lord lead us. Lord I'm lead just us. here to live life, you know, just live, <laughs> laugh, laugh. Um, oh, gosh. Holy Spirit, help me. I don't. You can well, cut well, this out. You can cut out the ums, right? No, I'm not going to. I'm totally because not I'm cutting. Like, oh my gosh. I'm not cutting them out if you made me start the way I started. Okay, so fine. it is what um, it is. Prayer. Okay, well, first off, I feel like, well, you were mentioning something earlier today where you were talking about how when a lot of the church prays with like very um at least in our experience Mm -hmm. the teachings not not necessarily personally everyone has their own personal thing but the teachings have been very like just pray god's will very basic surface level kind of passivity 
passivity, which isn't even, I don't think anyone's like fault or on like purpose or like that's on a default or like a dig in anybody. I just think that in our experience, that's been kind of the vibe. And I think in the most recent years, there's been like this transition, at least for me personally, going to a Bible college where prayer was the like massive emphasis and then to just where we're at in the world right now and like kind of the state of the uproar of certain believers, like prayer, I think has been um, magnified a lot in the most recent years. And I don't know if that's just because of maybe my own personal journey and witnessing that, or if that's just always how it's been. I'm sure, I mean, prayer has been around, obviously, like, I'm talking about like intense prayer, like laboring intercession, like the prayer that like changes things and moves things, that type of prayer, like prayer that starts revivals. I feel like that has been a huge thing that's come up in our lives in the most recent years rather than just the basic borderline like thank you jesus and then moving on with your day well prayer i think has been perfunctory in in the past i mean i know how i was raised and it was you said a prayer before every meal god is great god is good let us thank him for our food amen and those kinds of things and they were sort of rote and they were kind of just very much a part of just function instead of feeling and yeah, I think if we look I back, mean. yeah, and that's I think if we look back over it. the church as a whole, I think we're growing as a church, and there's something that's happening in the church that is also part of the sanctification process, like it is individually. Oh, yeah. And I feel like we're moving forward, and we're we're doing less of this is the way that we should pray um, all of the time. And I'm talking about apart from what how Jesus taught us to pray, our well, Father thing, who yeah. art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name, and so forth. And to pray with feeling and conviction and to remember that as as the the structure or foundation. But I I think that somewhere along the way we lost it as a body of believers and we just thought, like you said, we're just gonna play pray God's will as if ours don't matter in the process. And yes, we always want to pray his will, but I think we're coming into this new season. I think this is what you're trying. What yeah, you're I'm articulating also, is that, I'm, like the caffeine's slowly kicking in. Well, for me, and so you're, for me too. I feel like you're articulating better than me. No, I, I think we're both. We both decided early on it was going to be a good place for us to be really mellow today because we both get a little bit charged up when it comes to these. What I of never. So, I don't know what you're talking about. I am perfectly chill so, all the time. Right, and so we were thinking. Honestly, never. Listen, here's the bottom line: never has it been more important for us to take our partnership in prayer seriously. Well, yeah, seriously. And I, but I think that's always been the case, mm-hmm. though. I think, oh, I think so, too. I think yeah. that, um, I mean, you can see it all throughout Scripture, just the partnership with the Lord mm-hmm. um, and His people. And I think that it's not a super black and white thing. And I think there are times where, obviously, Jesus taught us to pray, and we do need to pray God's will, and we do need to be open and receptive to sometimes the answer is just no. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, I feel like there's also always invitation and room to go deeper in your prayers and to like really labor and intercede for mm-hmm. like not only things on your heart, but the things on the Lord's heart and the things that matter to him. And I think that for me, like, I don't, and I'm sure there's, and there's so many people that I know like that in the church and there's so, like so much history of the church doing that. Um, so that's not to say that this is the first time in history, but I think that a lot of people are starting like to very much be like, 
oh, like my prayers move the heart of God Mm -hmm. and like I'm going to step into that rather than be passive and like very heartless in our prayers. So what I think you're saying is there's like, there's a heightened awareness, but I would also argue that concurrently, there is also sort of a heightened anointing right now. Because right now, I feel as though the Lord is, is really moving powerfully. And I don't necessarily think that we, we believe that. 100% or we see that 100%. But he is inviting us into be a part of changing history in this moment in time. And and this is why we're here. Yeah. And there's always been seasons of more intense, like revival and encounters, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like 100 years ago with the Zuza revival in California, like there's always times and periods, like even, you know, Mm -hmm. hundreds of years ago, you can look back in history and see like, God's always been working, but there's intensified seasons in an certain geographical regions where there's outpourings and there's revivals and there's he moves people yeah to to pray more or he prompts them before because he's never gonna like ask you to walk into something unprepared if you're if you're walking closely with him and so he's always going to prompt your heart Mm -hmm. so there are those seasons where yeah you feel more but i think too just in general um and as just times intensify and we get closer to the you know the days Mm -hmm. of the lord coming back I think, yeah, things are going to intensify and, and believers are going to feel that pressure way more than they ever did hundreds of years ago because mm-hmm. we're getting closer every day. So, I mean, yeah, we're closer today than we were yesterday, right? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. And we, <laughs> to yeah, Jesus coming back. Right. But that's very, like, that's a very, like, um, it's kind of like a joke people say, like, we're closer today than we've ever been to Jesus coming back because it's like, well, yeah. Right. Like, well, that's true. But, that was true 2,000 years ago. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And we'll be closer tomorrow. So, um, but I think... Yeah, just kind of that. And then also to just the own my own personal testimony of prayer and seeing how much like, like knowing in confidence. And I think this is too, like maybe the reason why we wanted to touch on it for people listening was just knowing when you know your identity in the Lord and you, you know his spirit and his voice, then you can move forward in confidence and knowing that your prayers change his heart. Right. And there's a confidence in that and there's like a partnership in that. And like I said all the time, it's not always yes. Like there's times and it's not just like you can negate people's free will and all these different things. It's not a magic eight ball, but there are things corporately and personally that you can like intercede in prayer for and declare and like prophesy over and pray over. And there's a there's an authority in the place of prayer you have as an as a believer. So I want to stop down there because I, I want to be very clear. We're not saying anything that would be contrary to the Father's will. So explain to me, explain to our listeners, what do you mean by having the opportunity or ability to change the Father's heart? I think it just, I think it just looks like, oh, more. sorry, yeah, I just hopefully make sure they can hear me. Yeah, yeah, well, sure this is going to be really awkward if like you get to the, like. And, yeah, and, and my voice is really me. hot and yours is like far away. Well, yeah, we'll move yeah. it. Let's move it over here toward you. Okay. There you go. Wow, there we go. Now we're yeah. just closer than ever. Yeah, that's nice. We're just right next to each other. Okay. So, yeah. Um, you should probably cut that part out. Mm-mm. No. Okay. So, well, no. Um, I think when you know the Holy Spirit's voice and you are praying, like it's it's a conversation with the Lord, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's what it is. Like prayer is a conversation in the practical side of things, right? It's it's daily talking and whatnot. And it's not just sitting there like with your hands folded and in, you know, church praying. It's very much just a daily conversation slash moments with the Lord. And obviously there's times where you, you know, like really pray and you like go into you know, like yeah, you go to church, something like that. But or even just your own room. So what you're saying is but what you're saying is just 
you can change the father's heart. So yeah. you can so add, I'm going to circle petition, back to that. You're circling back to that. I just want yeah. to. Uh, so, you should just cut. Okay, no, I, no, I feel no, like fine. maybe we should try this a different day. I'm no, 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 not. you're good. You're totally good. Okay, so what you're saying is no, like you can change Hezekiah, the Lord. For example, heart. When, when the prophet was sent to Hezekiah, and I can't even remember. Yeah, which let's bring in the was, biblical. Right? Yeah, and, things and Hezekiah was told, you have, you know, your time is up. And he says, no, wait a minute, please. And he petitioned to the father. Mm-hmm. The father said, okay, I'm going to give you, what is it, 15 more years yeah, or whatever it was. Like that. And the father's heart was moved. So yeah. I just want to clarify that, that that is scriptural. We're not ever, no. ever, not a, would we ever contemplate or suggest or intimate no, any that's sort very of, scriptural. You know, right, right, like, right. Exactly. There, okay. you, yeah. And then, I mean, because if you think about it, like John 17, when Jesus is praying, you know, his prayer before he goes to the cross, he's like telling God that he wants us with him where he is. Mm-hmm. Like he wants partnership. Like you can see that all throughout the Bible, that that the Lord wants partnership with his people. And so why would it be this thing that's like cold and distant and that, mm-hmm. you know, is just very heartless and there's no emotion behind it. So it's that's like going to your parent and going, come on, yeah. God, I want to use the car or please buy For me. For sure. XYZ. And he can yeah. say no because yeah. he knows what's because best. He knows, best. Yeah. he knows what's best. He's not right. going to say yes, but there is a, there is right. that sense of like he wants wants partnership because mm-hmm. he's connected and he's in tune and and all that if you if you're just willing to step mm-hmm. into that and engage in that for me and my own personal testimony like i've just seen like so many prayers answered in the place of just like being like lord please like mm-hmm. and and just you know interceding and asking him and i think that yeah you you really do you you move his heart mm-hmm well, and I love, and I don't know if you're going to even, I'm on the other side of the mic, so I don't know if you're going to hear me now, but I know I love John, 1 John 5.14. That's the verse that says, this is the confidence we have in approaching him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So what that means is, oh, yeah, obviously, we're not we're according to his will, yeah. but we can also it's not work a magic together. Evil. It's not. But what I, I just think, I think what I was thinking about is circling back around is just, is just addressing how everybody is feeling right now. Like, mm-hmm. like we're supposed to just pray for, okay, let your will be done in this time, Lord, as it looks like literally our United States is being put in the proverbial handbasket and handed over to hell. No, and I think and that that's when we you... have an opportunity to do something about that and to partner. And that's what he expects of us. That's what he wants with of us. That is his heart. That is his will. And we're supposed to play a role in this time mm-hmm. yeah. by interceding. Because you can see so, that in scripture. I yeah. mean, there's so many... Like, I mean, intercession and just being in the house of the Lord in prayer is so important. That's why David made it his one mission is to bring the Ark of the Covenant back. And like his whole thing was having people in the house of the Lord praying and giving thanks and worshiping the Lord 24-7 because that's like – it's so significant. It matters. And I think too just knowing also just touching on like the place of authority – and like it's a weapon and it's not only just something to draw you close Mm -hmm. to the lord but on the practical side too like all that it's also a weapon against the enemy Mm -hmm. like it's so powerful just like knowing your place in authority Mm -hmm. knowing the authority jesus has given you not because it's like anything to do with you but the authority jesus has given you to just like call things Mm -hmm. out and to just plead the blood of jesus over yourself and your family and to just cast out the enemy Mm -hmm. and like there's just I mean, there's that whole realm of, like, spiritual warfare happening, and, like, you have to just, like, you know, be, like, vigilant Mm -hmm. in just doing that every day because it's, like, you know. So it sounds to me like there's some understanding. So a lot of people – 
don't really have the understanding, right? I mean, they think, okay, I know there's a God. I know I'm supposed to pray to the God. To God, I know that this is what Jesus showed me. Uh, he was in prayer all of the time with his Father. Yeah, where to talk with our Father, but where to even begin in this sort of world? And I think that what you just hit was the nail on the head. Is having some sort of understanding of what our role is regarding prayer. And that starts with being in prayer and communication with him. And then he leads us to the next step and he gives us the courage we need. And we've talked a lot about this lately, like just really wrapping our minds around the fact that when we choose to be courageous, when we choose to step out and speak against what is wrong, or especially in social media to post against what is wrong, and you must know of someone that comes to mind right now that has done that consistently and done that well. And you've thought, my goodness, thank you so much for speaking truth. Thank you for standing up. Thank you for doing the hard work for the rest of us, because we can't sit idly by. Uh, Sitting idly by is what allows evil to win. So as far as courage is concerned, picking up that mantle and saying, you know what? Yeah, I can be courageous because my God allows me to do that. I can then move forward, not only in speaking truth and doing these things, but praying in a certain way is to affect change. And praying as an intercessor is different than just tossing up a prayer weekly saying, and, and I'm saying there, there's times for this. There are times every where prayer, I say, I don't even know how to pray. Right. Like every, every single one is prayer. fragrant. It's a fragrant offering. There are yeah. times where I think, I don't even know where to go, Lord. I don't know how to pray. Just help me. And then there are other times where I'm very decisive and I think, okay, I pray specifically for this stronghold to come down. Yeah, prayer's prayer. Like whether or not, like if it's like super, feels super insignificant, you know, and and you're just like, thanks for this, Lord. Like it all matters. Like there's no bad prayer. Right. But I do think that it's very much like a journey where you can walk with the Lord and growing in prayer and growing in that like – intensity of like laboring in prayer for something Mm -hmm. and like just protecting your family in prayer too well and i'm glad you were use the word labor i'm glad you used the word labor because i feel like sometimes prayer can be hard work i mean yeah it's exhausting it's not passive no no, i mean you you know it it is it is a lot. And I think sometimes there's a temptation for us to think, well, it's God's will anyway. And so what's the point? He knows what my heart is. But I think, again, that's the point we're making today, right? Is that there yeah. is some partnership and that requires some responsibility and I think on our part. Yeah. And I think the importance is knowing the Holy Spirit's voice because there's right. times where the Lord's like, yeah, you need, I mean, Corey Russell said once, knowing what to labor in and what to rest in mm-hmm. and continually going before the Lord and being like, what do I need to labor in mm-hmm. and what do I just need to rest in? Because there's some things that like you've got, like I don't, I, I, I can, I've expressed my prayers, you know, and I don't say that like in the sense of like, oh, just forget about it and wipe your hands of it. But like there are some things where it's like the Lord's like, this isn't for you to like intensely labor over. Mm-hmm. Like you've made your petition to me, like mm-hmm. labor over something else, like just rest in the work I'm going to do. Because there's other times where the Lord's like, just wants to gift us with things and give us things and just like, you know, uh, answered prayer, you know, six months, two years, three years down the line, you know, that we completely forgot mm-hmm. about, you know, and there's other things where it's like, no, he does want us to actively every day be in prayer with him over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that, like, even praying over your family and, like, pleading the blood of Jesus over yourself, like, that should be a daily thing mm-hmm. because of the enemy and just right. the intensity. But in I do think, with yeah. rebuking. Right. But I, I think yeah. that, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that just knowing that's where the importance of, like, like, for me at least, 
learning the Holy Spirit's voice and like knowing him and then stepping into that place of prayer, I guess would be the practical side of thing of like learning his voice, you know, setting aside like time away to know his voice for me. That was like Bible college sitting in a prayer room for 12 hours a week, which was like so boring, but like without that time. I like, yeah, so what was that like? Like, okay, let me back up just a little bit too, because I just want to clarify for those who don't know who Corey Russell is, why don't you tell us? Oh, he's just a pastor and a preacher. He's great. Look up his sermons and yeah, he's amazing. He was at IHOP in Kansas City and teaching when Emily was a student there. Yeah. And I was able to, as a parent, attend a couple of his lectures. It was really great. Yeah. I really enjoyed him. Um, Yeah, he is absolutely a man of God. So, okay, so there's that part. And then now, Moving forward, what is that? What does that look like practically in the world in which we live? In other words, here's here's what I have a burden for, and I, and I I know that everyone listening has this same burden. It feels like over the past several years we have been beseeching, pleading, cajoling our Lord. Fill in the blank with the adjective. Yeah, I feel like there's been intensity for prayer. There's and been breakthrough. intensity for breakthrough. Yeah, and. There's a lot, a lot of, of people are worn out, right, mm-hmm. frankly, from praying. Yeah. And they're wondering, are my prayers being heard? Does he even care? Mm-hmm. And what would you say to that? What would you say to those people who feel that way? I would I mean, I've I've been in those seasons slash, you know, you're just yeah, but um I would say build towers of his faithfulness in your mind. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's really easy to build towers of all the things he hasn't done and all the ways you've been disappointed which is super easy and really real because every person faces disappointment but i think that anybody can recall even if you haven't received breakthrough for certain things in your life at the moment anybody can recall times in their lives where he's been faithful and kind and come through for them right so i think that in those moments for me i go back to like okay where's the tower of his faithfulness in my life like those things Mm -hmm. to remember to be like okay yeah no like you've got this like mm-hmm. it may not be right now because nothing you know he can say no or yeah sometimes it's a yes but it's like a not right now yes mm-hmm. like in a six months from now yes you know so even if you're still waiting on things and you're like waiting for breakthrough in that intensity that you're talking about i think just focus on what he's done in your life and then to just like also like um go to the psalms and like speak scripture over yourself mm-hmm like, yeah, speaking you know out loud, I mean? it's yeah, so well, powerful to speak it out And loud. just, like, read scripture mm-hmm. of, you know, the faithfulness of God. Right. Well, and I also think as part and parcel of this is, you know, it is it is it is possible truly to sin less. It really is. In other words, if you endeavor to draw closer to the Lord and to um, – I mean, He well, accepts sanct- you where you are. Sanctification is yeah. real. Yeah, he accepts you where you are. He loves you where you are, all of that. But there really is such a thing as moving yourself beyond your sinful things that you do, whether that's the thoughts you have, the words you use, the way you um, the way you live, listening, the music you listen to, the shows you choose to watch, all of the things that carry something with them. And, you know, shutting all of that out in terms of just keeping – focused on the Lord is extremely helpful. And I'm trying to use my words carefully here. Not the demonic here. activity and open well, portals. Well, you know, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Those those things are real. 
Um, yeah. Most people don't understand that. Most people, honestly, frankly, don't want to know well, or understand it's, those it's things. It's a really but that's that's the harsh sub- reality. It is. T- it's a it's a touchy, it's touchy subject. But I think we've gotten to a place where people are coming around a little bit about that, and they're beginning to see that that things are shifting. And mm-hmm. all I would say is, as with anything, you know, start with prayer. Um, and then modify your lifestyle and just see what sorts of blessings come in. I mean, just like we talk about courage, every time that you choose courage over fear, you release blessing in your life. Mm-hmm. Every time you choose the Lord over the enemy, you release blessing in your life. Every time you bless the Lord, pray to the Lord, etc., you choose blessing in your life. So there's always fruit associated with every choice you make. I don't think that also just necessarily means, yeah, I agree. I don't think that also necessarily just means the like physical blessings. Like I think right. just, no, no, yeah, no. Right. just like uh, blessings sure. in yeah. general, like the blessing yeah. of right. peace. Uh right. you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. the internal, oh my gosh, my soul's at rest. I feel good. I don't feel, you know, like things are like I don't feel intensity. I don't feel like I'm being oppressed. You know, all of those things. Cause there is a what you behold what you become. Right. Or no, you become what, what you behold. Right. I said that what you focus on manifest. Yeah. So yeah. like what you you know, what you give I don't want to say energy because that sounds so new agey, mm-hmm. but everything new agey is, I mean, at the end of the day, just it's all twist. It's just it's twisted. Just, yeah, it's just, yeah. But I mean, so yeah. And like, what I mean though, is like in the biblical, like connected to Jesus sense, what you focus on grows and, and then, you know, you become what you behold. So what you have your eyes on will, you know, reflect on the inside. Mm-hmm. So it's like the same. Yeah. If you're, if your eyes are on Jesus and that doesn't mean like you have to be like, sitting in prayer like every hour of the day like you can still be normal and like have a normal life i mean i'm in the marketplace i, I have a job night you know i'm not like in ministry and you can still do it mm-hmm. and and just be intentional about that partnership and prayer and i mean yeah well and i also would clarify too you know we're called to think on the good things and yet maybe to our mind there's a specific way we look at good and instead of looking at that specific manifestation that we'd like to see an outcome for one way or another just thinking on the goodness of god and knowing he has it in control and knowing he's going to take care of things is very helpful which allows me to sort of get back to what i was thinking when we were talking earlier, is just the way the country looks to be right now and the evil that seems to be running roughshod over it, that seems to be in full and total control. And it doesn't seem as though God is going to pull it back around for us. And I yeah, think there are a lot of people that are like waiting to be rescued, like, okay, the rapture is coming. I can't wait to be rescued. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, here's the thing, like the Lord is not coming to rescue his church. He's coming to celebrate with his church and to, um, it's just going to be gl- grand and glorious. So lest we think that everything is going to be withering away at this time to nothing. And I know there are, v- there are various eschatology perspectives and end times and all of that are forthcoming. And absolutely, we know what the Bible says. But in this time, I just think it's easy for people to just shut down and say, okay, well, I'm good. I'm just going to like fortify myself here and create my little bunker and mm-hmm. wait for the end of the world. And that is not what we're called to do. We're called to step it up, to put aside our fear, to walk in courage, to pray ceaselessly, to intercede, and to demonstrate demonstrate Christ's love, while at the same time, being truthful and speaking truth. And the way I look at it, and this is part and parcel, but it's not what we had talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. is just being courageous. Like, you know, I think I've, as you know, I love history and, and I've taught history and I, 
I think about all of those generations before me and all of the ways that they acted courageously and what they must have been thinking. Right, right. But I'm even thinking just even in the early, in the inception of our country Mm -hmm. and what it was like for people to go up against Britain. And they risked everything, families, businesses, lives, all of it. And they were willing to do it because they knew this it is what they were supposed to greater, do, and it was worth it. And the they sacrifice and the was worth the greater they purpose. Made, and they didn't say, "Well, that's well and good for someone else. I think I'll stay home today." And I think a little bit, if I'm being honest, that was my mentality a little bit when all this pandemic stuff and all the things happened, and you know, evil so blatantly reared its ugly head. And there's so misinformation, so much misinformation or disinformation, and so much deception, and so many, so many ways evil is perpetuated. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, well, I'm not called to be those people or that are in the limelight that are speaking out against it. And that's when the voice of the Lord said, well, hold up there. Like, why are you any different? Why are you any less a soul than anyone else that I've created? Mm-hmm. You know, we all have a role to play. And I know that there are varying degrees to that. But yeah. You know, for some of us, it is simply just praying, yeah. but it is absolutely praying and it's yeah. praying with strength and resolve. Some people are definitely called to like intercession and some right. are called to go. And I yeah. think that's why that's knowing the, the Holy Spirit yeah. is just so important right. because he will tell you what right. to he do will in every you. season. And that comes through prayer. Yeah. But it and does I, mean that we are all courageous. Yeah. In different he, ways. Yeah, for right. sure. And, and I mean, like you said, yeah, like a a sacrifice today, you know, is it leads to a... Um, Sacrificing today, knowing that you'll, you know, you'll have a hopeful future, like mm-hmm. looking, like going, okay, the thing I'm, what I'm sacrificing is worth the, the, the outcome that's mm-hmm. going to come, you know, it's like going to the gym. Like mm-hmm. you don't like walk in the first day and you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to get so fit today. No, you make the sacrifice every day knowing that like you're going to get healthy in the future. And you choose various methods, whether that's running or swimming yeah. or equipment. So, and the reason I say that is that I also think we have to be careful of making sure we stay in our own lanes. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's we why I'm wear like, our no, own mantles because, spirit. Yeah, because yeah. there have been some times where I'm like, oh man, I feel passionate about that. Should I speak out on it? And I go to the Lord and the Lord says, no, that's that's not your lane. Yeah, know your mantle. Yeah, you know have to know to you have to know what you're supposed to carry, and you yeah. have to know how you're supposed to speak out. Now, I do think if you're out in in a setting where there are people that are speaking um, untruth, I think there's some responsibility. We all bear responsibility. And we've talked about this too, in terms of just what people allowed in various situations. Nazi Germany always comes to mind, and what mm-hmm. German citizens allowed to happen to their neighbors yeah. because they decided, well, not my problem. So we have to understand that there are a lot of things and a lot of problems that belong to all of us collectively. Some things are black so, and white, and some, some things, things aren't. are black some and white. Some things are gray. Yes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And then some things are just like very right. black and white and you just have to. Right. Yeah. To know. But in today's day and age, I would say there is no such thing as we don't talk religion and politics. That that can't be true anymore. It just can't be. Because though we don't, we don't choose our politics or our political leaders as if they are our spiritual leaders. Yeah. Never before, I think, never before has there been a time when it is imperative that we choose those who are following Christ. Because if they're not following what the Lord's will is, invariably, they're or choosing just, or, the enemies. Or just who the Lord tells you to right. honestly vote for. Right. Because like, right. there are so many leaders in the Bible that like did not love Jesus or right. God 
but the Lord used them and they were, they were, you know, right. So I think right, that knowing right. that too, like, even point, if it's yeah. not like, like oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, that person mm-hmm. is, well, Nebuchadnezzar, yeah, mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. gnarly, but you know, God used him. Yeah. God yeah. used him. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's also knowing that too. And, and once again, like going back to like, I, I feel like I've keep saying it, but knowing the Holy spirit, mm-hmm. like that's yeah. where it, like he will place you on the path of life and like, just willing to submit to him and honestly like be obedient knowing that you know like and like just listening to his voice in just every moment mm-hmm. and prayer right which gets back to prayer so it's like holy spirit and prayer you know like and he will give you discernment yeah and That's he gives you discernment thing. he gives yeah. you guidance and then too at the same time you know just asking him what's on his heart you know for you to pray for that day Rather than just being like, Lord, I need X, Y, and Z. And like, and he wants to hear that, but it's also going, okay, like, what am I, like, mm-hmm. what do you want me to pray for today? And I also pray that he will give me the discernment and the wisdom that I need for the tasks he would have me accomplish. Yeah. And that he can close off my mind to the things that I shouldn't know. And yeah. it's hard because in the news business and still being a part of that, I mean, I would say to you, just turn off the news and stop listening because it's all a bunch of baloney. But there are there are news sources that are legitimate and there are those who are trying to get the truth out. And so that is, it's sort of a fine line because you have to know what's going on in the world. And if you want to bury your head in the sand, well, then honestly, uh, there's a part of, of that that's going to render you... Um, I can't say insufficient, but you're not going to be able to live up to your full potential where where prayer is concerned. But in order to know what you're supposed to know, you have to ask the Lord. And for example, that's where discernment comes in. And you may hear things that the rest of the world will dismiss as conspiracy or fooey. But if that's something the Lord is revealing to you, then you can lean into that and pray into that and then pray that other people that need to know have that discernment that the truth be revealed mm-hmm. because ultimately what we should all be praying for right now is that the truth be revealed, that all truth be revealed that yeah. is necessary for the advancement of the Lord's kingdom here on this earth because he didn't create this earth to be, uh, he knew what was going to happen. But at the same time, it's not supposed to be like this completely ravaged place where there is no glory yeah, <laughs> available no. at all. Because he I told mean, us that he came to give us life and life abundantly, mm-hmm. even now, even now. So well, even in the end times. Yeah, right. Exactly. There's so much joy to be found. And I guess it all comes back to prayer. There's yeah. so much more to be said on that. So practicals. What's some practical takeaways? Well, you know, I wanted to say, you know, I told you that my friend Allison had come on here. She's a physician's assistant. And we, several episodes ago. Oh, we're we, going, this is the science. We talked about, well, we talked about the colors in the brain. And she talked about studies that have been done and mm-hmm. imaging that's happened that shows that when we pray, the color of our brain changes. Mm-hmm. And we can have yellow brains, which are actually a good thing. And uh, there's all kinds of things that happen where we know that praying just allows just stimulation of deeper parts of the brain that we wouldn't normally have stimulated if we were just reading Mm -hmm. or watching TV or whatever or interacting or talking. Mm -hmm. So, and they talk about the medial prefrontal cortex and the posterior cortex, the mid and front back portions. Um, But I just, I think it's so exciting to know that prayer actually 
is one of the most important activities you can do physically as well. I mean, that's and so that's cool. the thing is I feel like even um, as believers, like, I mean, at least for me, like there, you feel like I know that I need like Jesus time or I need to be praying more when I start to get like sassy, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you just feel like more on edge. You sassy? I know. I know. Oh, wait, Shocker. wait, you're sassy. All of <laughs> you know what I mean though? Like, and you're like, oh, gosh, oh I, I feel like I'm on edge. I'm like, I just need to go make eye contact with Jesus. You know what I mean? Like it, it Or your roommates. They always set you straight, right? Okay, no, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's always Jesus first. Anyway, but just knowing like, oh, I need to I need to go spend time with the Lord or I need to like go into prayer or mm-hmm. something. Um, it like resets you, rewires you, like it it really does have an effect on you and you like I don't think anyone can say, like, oh yeah, like if you really are intentionally praying. Mm-hmm. Or, like, spending time with Jesus just in general, like, putting away distractions and whatnot, like, it does transform you. And, and like, that part you're mentioning with the brain and whatnot, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, there's a scientific, you know, backing there is. in that. Yeah, so sure. it's, there, it does, it does affect things. It does change things. Um, and there was one other thing I was going to say, and now I'm forgetting. I'm going to look up science behind prayer right now. Anyway. But- yeah, it calms your nervous system. It shuts down your fight or flight response. It makes you less reactive to negative emotions and less angry. Well, you're, you use the word sassy. I think for me, I, I think, oh, gosh. Well, well I just mean like. Angry. Like for me, I, I can tell if I don't have my alone time with the Lord. Yeah, that's I more. Get angry. That's more. Yeah, we're touching yeah. on like alone time with Jesus right. um, and recharging. Yeah. In the place of prayer, but like daily prayer and stuff like that too. It also just does it, even if it's just um, short, weak prayers, which are significant to the Lord. And it's so funny. Someone once, I don't even remember who it was, but told was telling me, they're like, I feel like it's always my weak, like really short, like two second prayers that the Lord answers like right away. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the ones that I like have been like praying for and laboring in and like all these things that. Like, he tends to delay. Well, you know what? He's actually shown me – I mean, he's been very obvious when it comes to certain things, and I mm-hmm. pray. He just acts decisively. And it's just yeah. amazing to me. Now, there's others that he makes it me really wait on. Yeah. But, like, there have, some, there have been some significant prayers in my life that he's answered – um, swiftly, decisively, and mm-hmm. it's made me feel so loved and so supported. Um, others – you know, honestly, I wait and wait and think. But it's the small, it's the small prayers that are answered yeah. that yeah. help you believe him for the big right, ones. It's right. not the big ones. I mean, the big ones, yeah, they come and you're like, oh my gosh, and then you know. But it's honestly the everyday small ones. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then you're it's the little things. Yeah, it's yeah, the little yeah. things, and then you're like, oh, okay, like I can, I can pray for the big things now. Right. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I have so many examples, but I don't actually want to share them because they involve no. other people. But I'm just thinking of don't some of the funnier them. ones that we've talked about where, you know, it, it's always, you know, regarding like your spouse. Me. Oh, <laughs> just thinking for you. About those, yeah. those funny things where he says, I'm not doing this. And I go to the Lord and say, like, please. God, and then please. he comes back to me He's and like, says, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Those are so good. It's, yeah. The small prayers of like, yeah. I always pray for a window seat on an airplane and I always get a window seat. That's so funny. That's, that's like Kelsey always getting a, a front, front row. Yeah, yeah. A front parking space. She's always next to whatever there's building always, next to the handy. Yeah. There's everybody, every believer has like, and I guess anyone listening, which is so funny because I feel a, like we're just having a conversation right now and I yeah, forget that people yeah. are going to listen to right. this, which is a little embarrassing, but it's fine. Yeah, I know. Um, 
I understand that. Every person has their, like, thing with the Lord. Yeah. Like, Kelsey, yeah, it's like, and it's not even like a, oh my gosh, like, the Lord's your cruise director, like, sugar daddy, but you know what I mean? Like, everybody has their thing where it's like, oh, like, that's my thing with the Lord that he always gives me or blesses me with. Like, you just have to open your eyes to it. If you don't know what it is, like, it's there. Just Mm -hmm. ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you because, like, Mm -hmm. it's just there. Yeah. He's so sweet. Yeah. He really is. Yeah, for sure. Even when he makes us wait. So... I guess that's what what it was all about today is just what just else prayer. Yeah, what else do you want to say? I'm trying to think of like really good practicals and takeaways because I feel oh, like people right. listen to pod like just how tos. Right. People yeah. just I don't know. Well, I think we covered it. Like the first thing is you read just, scripture you, over yourself. You well, first of all is believe. Believe that there is a God that's hearing you and listening to you. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we forget like we think he's out there somewhere. It's like you know, so up in the sky personal. or something. But really he's sitting right by you right now. He's looking into your eyes. And I think sometimes we even forget. for me and I think for you too, right, Emily, where I just I feel know, like that's maybe. all it's all I can think about, to be honest, is the Lord. And we kind of laugh about that because mom always circles back around to faith. And so, like, dad and I went to a concert out of state oh, a couple like of weeks ago. No, right, like every right, single thing. Right. And they said, like, mom, were you, did you end up talking to the people? Because we had, like, four hours before. And you found someone. You found a friend. Yeah. We had four hours before the main guy we were there to hear saying came out. And yeah, I met a friend, and of course we talked faith, and they all kind of rolled their eyes and laughed. Ah, no, ha, ha, that's great. But, no, but you know but what's it's cool funny. about no, that it's, is, it's is good. Grace, Gracie, my youngest, is now. This is day number what three alone as an empty nester. She's away at college. She Facetimed us a little she's while like ago. Already made tons of friends, and she's already she had. You didn't hear this part of it because I took the phone down to dad when she was FaceTiming. So she met someone. Podcast listeners. (laughs) She's not going to hear it. But she met someone who, who's suffered a tremendous amount of loss. And Grace turned to her and said, and Grace turned to her and said, Hey, do you know God? And she says, No, I really don't. She says, Would you like to go to church? And she says, She had an extra pass at the dining hall Mm -hmm. and she offered it to this girl who didn't have one. And they spent four hours talking about faith. Yeah. And so. My point is, that's what we do. I mean, that's what you do, probably. But I, I will tell you, I'm not ashamed to admit that that's pretty much all I oh, ever no think about. Fun no, 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 no. I know. Yeah, it's just but funny. You're the I same laugh. Way. No, but you're I, the same way. That's I funny. laugh. No, I laugh because it's just the like. It's been my whole life. So it's like always like, oh, yeah, that's mom's Facebook friend. She met her at the post office or like mom's fa- – you know what I mean? I'm like – and then you're like, I have a new friend. I'm like, where did you meet them? And you're like, oh, we just got talking in Barnes & Noble. Like it's just like so – like it doesn't even phase me anymore. Like now and you're like, yeah, I met a friend. And I'm like, yeah, of course you did. That's God. Of course you did. It's God because they all – that's the thing. So it's just like 26 yeah. years of my life that's just been normal for me. So I just laugh at it now. <laughs> but well, you're, you're, it's But great. the whole point no, is that's good. all we think about is, to be Friends? honest, no, is, oh. is what exists beyond what we can see. Because the reality is what's more real is what we can't see. Oh, the spirit. You mean right. The so we're very meeting people and the connections the Lord and, makes. Right. The the focus is on Jesus because honestly, when you know him and when you have experienced him, everything else pales in comparison. Nothing else is ex- is exciting. Mm-hmm. Nothing else is as assuring. Nothing else matters as much as him. And 
and what he's done and, and what he's continuing to do. And so you want to talk about it. I mean, that was the impetus for this whole podcast when mm. dad said to me, I thought you were writing. Why aren't you writing? And I said, because it's what God told me to do mm-hmm. is the podcast. I want to encourage you. I want you to know what this is like. And, you know, we, we all know people that don't have that faith and they're mm-hmm. sad and they're lonely and I'm not the best, you know, at, and encouraging people, but I can pray. And I can pray that there will come. Yeah, and I think that's the into thing is is that knowing that to like um, knowing your place in prayer, um, mm-hmm. just like going to the throne room, you know, like knowing like the authority and the place that you have in prayer, um, in praying for people and and whatnot. But then that's when it becomes really real and it's personal, and it and I think it too. It's oftentimes you want to do things like i'm more of like a let me see how i can help fix a problem and sometimes it's just like just pray for that person or you know or just pray for that situation or that scenario or that thing in your life or you know all of you know x y and z not to say that you shouldn't be proactive just in life in general but there is a there is a importance and a significance and it's i guess the premise of this podcast would be just the importance of it and the power of it don't um, give up yeah Never and up. and just I think too, knowing his voice, knowing yeah, when mm-hmm. to like pray for things and like when to the Lord be like, you don't need to pray for that anymore, you know, type of thing. Um, or just starting small, like praying for little things. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like I just pray for little things all the time, like the things that aren't even spiritual, like things mm-hmm. that are just like mm-hmm. my friend and I. We always we used to live together. And we would always like go to coffee shops on Saturdays together, and we'd be like, oh, yeah. "Jesus, can you give us like free coffee today?" And some days we did not get free coffee, but there were so many days <laughs> where we would get free coffee. The reason we like it's on the house, and like we would just get free coffee because we would just ask, like fun little things like that. Yeah, that aren't even like. You know, because his supply is limitless. Yeah, and he can also supply the coffee house, and, and knowing he can that also give, you know, yeah, there's it's, it's more than him. enough in the kingdom. Yeah, you never is. are in want when right. you're with the Lord. Like he covers all of your needs. You know, he provides for you, and too, he's also just fun. And mm-hmm. like, there's just fun things like that where it's like, oh yeah, I got free coffee today. Like, and I asked the Lord for it. Yeah. Like, and I think maybe some people would think that's like low key heresy because Jesus isn't my cruise director, but right, you know, it's just those little things. So that's a practical step is what you're saying. Yeah. Because it's kind of like the fleece. Like if you don't know the story of Gideon and the Bible and the fleece, and he asked for a sign that the, the fleece be dry and the fleece be wet, mm-hmm. that's another story. But when you hear somebody say, oh, it's like a fleece, meaning that's when you've asked the Lord for confirmation. Yeah. And he will always give you confirmation in the little things. And then you can trust him with the bigger things. And mm-hmm. then there's that saying that says, you know, Faith is nothing unless you put yourself out there, there in a place where if your prayer you need doesn't it. work, it's like you're in God, huge you're my, trouble. I've had that before. I'm like, yeah. Lord, you're my only option. You're right my now. only option. So if you don't come yeah. through for me, right? Who right. knows? Right. Yeah. So the practicality of it is circling back to what you were saying: is how how do you make it practical? Well, it's believing that God hears you, and then it's pray small prayers, and small pray big prayers, prayers, allowing Him the space to work. But I also would say being vigilant and watching because there's so many things that we miss. Mm-hmm. So many, um, you know. For example, the first day that I was home alone this week without your sister being mm-hmm. here. Um, I just got to working in the kitchen, put my AirPods on. I was listening to some music. And all of a sudden, every song that came on was speaking directly to me. Mm-hmm. And I've always had this joke. Okay, this is going to sound like it's a stretch. Maybe it is a stretch, but I don't think it is. I don't think there's any such thing as coincidence. So I've always said, 
when I get to heaven, I'm pretty sure Jesus will welcome me with one arm. And in the other hand, he'll have a piece of chocolate cake for me. I don't Mm -hmm. eat chocolate cake regularly. I wish I could. I would eat it every day if I could. But I love chocolate cake. It's my favorite thing in the world. So there am I, my first day home. Literally, it was my first day home after dropping her off at college and coming home to being an empty nester for the first time in 34 years because Emily's oldest sibling is almost 34 next month. And I had these zucchinis on my counter and they were massive. They were massive zucchinis. And I thought, I need to deal with this because this is like a day. (laughs) This is a day's project. And then I didn't mean to have them be aggressively large. I was just so excited. It finally worked and I (laughs) battled the squash bugs. And I one day I went out and it wasn't very big and then it rained and the next day it was like it was like fit for no, it's Paul Bunyan sized. Yeah. So I brought these in and they were on the counters. Your your plants have they flourished life. this year. Of course, Rachel walks that, in Bible and knocks verse? it off and she goes, she knocks one of them off the counter. She goes, this stops now. <laughs> She's like, this <laughs> like, has gone too far, from- Janet. Uh, no, I mean, they bared, uh, like, like, they bared fruit. What Bible verse were you going to say? Were that, you? though. The one oh, about bearing oh, oh, right, 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 right. And like how, I mean, if a plant's not good, you'd, you'd tear it up and you're like, this freaking thing didn't give me anything this year, yeah. you know. It didn't well, bear anything for me, but now it's like. It you did, and that's some, significant because for years it's the squash bugs thing. have been a, an issue. And then, honestly, after all of that happened, the squash, the plant did go down. I think it was something else, some sort yeah. of different, I think, something going on with it. But anyway, I have these squash, and I thought, well, I'll just process them. And, okay, I've processed them, so I'll make chocolate zucchini bread. Well, then it was your birthday yesterday. Cake. So then I made a chocolate chocolate chip zucchini cake and i made chocolate chocolate chip brownies and it was just like a chocolate cake day in honor of you emily but then i started realizing even that you know how often do i make chocolate cake what never three times a year two times a year i'm making chocolate cake and i'm listening to these this music that he is playing for me and I am feeling his love. And I feel like he was saying, see, we're having chocolate cake together today. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those moments where I could so easily have missed it. Yeah. But I just know in that moment, it was his It was his tender mercy for me, his love for me. It was, I could hear him laughing um, as he was playing song after song that spoke to me. Um, and I was eating chocolate cake. It was amazing. Good for you, Jan. <laughs> Good for you. Good well, he always he always wants our attention if yeah, we're just gonna just if you just pay attention to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm not the type of person where it's like a, a leaf falls on the ground. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was Jesus. That's I know, but I, I'm not there are that. no, I know, but it's funny because like, yeah, yeah but, there are people that are that yeah, way. yeah, yeah, which is fine. You do you. Yeah, that's beautiful right, for sure. But um, can I just mention one of the songs he played for me was Rainbow Connection. So I don't even it was know very, that song. Kermit the Rain- Frog used to play it. JJ Hell- Heller. Is it Heller? Kermit the Frog, Jan? Yes, used to play the Rainbow Connection. Like on Sesame Street? Wait, Kermit the Frog? Is that Sesame Street? Yeah. No. What? Well, it was the Muppets. Where are you going with this? No, seriously. Listen, no, no. no. You know how I am about rainbows. scary. No, you know how I am about rainbows. I know how you are. So, anyway, just you'll you'll get it later. When you listen to the song about how you are. Okay. So, anyway, enough about me. Um, all of the things. I'm just so. so confused at the Sesame Street reference, but it's okay. It's not really Sesame Street. It's the Muppets. Oh, the Muppets. 
And I, I'm not really no. A you didn't Muppet let me watch fan. that as a child. No, I didn't like Cause it because it's creepy. It's creepy. But it, but anyway, I'm sorry for the Muppet fans that are out there. <laughs> like you like should just, never like the Muppets. Like but Kermit the Frog this sang this song, "The Rainbow Connection," and a Christian artist. And that's the artist. song that came on as you're making okay. chocolate cake. Was no, please don't I, play it. No, I'm they not. Gonna, look it up. I'm not going to play it. I'm going to look for. I it's mean, JJ Heller who sings. Oh yes, I know who that Rainbow is. Rainbow Connection. That's anyway, exactly we don't need it. to lament on okay, this. Okay, no, no, no. I'm going to play you're it. Play- you just said you weren't going to play oh, well, it, Jan, I- and now you're literally playing but it. But how can I not? Just link it below and no, let no, the followers okay. listen to it later, Jan. Oh, okay. my God. Now there's literally an advertisement. <laughs> just stop. Okay. I'm going to take this away from you. <laughs> this has gone too far. I think it's okay, time to wrap stop. this up. Okay, we're going to wrap it up. What else do you have to say, Emily? Just, uh, just for I, mental, I, just play I, Oh, my God. I am so sorry to everybody listening to this right now. Okay. I'm going to revoke your podcast privileges pretty soon. <laughs> okay, just tell me. <laughs> we can do this when the podcast is not airing. Oh, my gosh. This is so okay. aggressive. You don't recognize that? Why are we doing this right now? Seriously. As we're filming. Tell me you sure, recognize I ran, I, If that makes you happy, yes, I recognize it. Anyway, love you so much. Okay. Um, All right. Just, I don't even know what to say now. Pray. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just pray, I guess intercede love love jesus listen to the holy spirit i don't know yeah and take authority take authority pray over yeah your take future, authority your yeah, future your spouse, fu- yeah your future all of it children. your future country i'm i'm, I'm sorry You're i'm really back to that country i am back to the country you thing so you guys you guys need to today. act now people we do not need to lose our country we're not going to because god is about to step it up Wait, just wait, like wait for it. Paul Revere. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'm getting on my horse and running to light the tower, <laughs> the North Tower lights. Kiss Jan. Here's the lights. Right lights are prayer na- pray now. Evil's going the down. The British are coming. That's <laughs> Jan right now. Oh, anyway. Okay. My chair squeaks. Um, all right. So I don't even well, I don't even know what to do with myself anymore. I know. It's really that. you know, it's really fun is that um yeah, maybe I won't be podcasting anymore after this. <laughs> it's anyway, all good. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, and, and I love this. Okay, go ahead. I was just gonna say, if you're called to intercession, it's it's. Um, I remember one time that was like the first thing somebody prophesied over me it was like, I feel like you're just intercessor and you're called to intercession. And I was like Lutheran, and I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I was like the heck and now i just feel like it's honestly like one of the greatest privileges to be called to that right yeah like like the you know how many people are you're gonna get to heaven and and they're gonna like they were not known or yeah even famous or popular or preachers or anything but yet they were so highly regarded by the lord because of their Mm -hmm. intercession Mm -hmm. not to say like do things for eternal words but i mean like if you are called to that and you feel that pressing on your heart, like it's not, it's not a, a second, it's not second best. It's not a second best calling mm-hmm. on your life. Well, I'm going to say something at risk of exposure and I don't really care because I'm well beyond it. Me. No, 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 me. no, it's not something else. So I follow, this is, this I follow someone. So many no, I know ways. it's fine. I don't care. It is, it is what it is. Well, I knew it when you said, let's go get on and talk on your podcast. I thought, oh, well, um, I was trying to help scare you away everybody that's because listening. you said you needed something on your podcast. So I was an oh, act yeah. of service, I love sacrificial that. I love. love. That. And I know your roommate Sarah would have totally been down to. I if was she were doing here. this because I love you, Chan. Yeah, I love you too. Anyway, okay, keep going. Okay, 
So I listened to someone by the name of Kat Kerr, and she has had visions of heaven. Mm -hmm. And one of hers was that she, I guess there was, she had seen someone's mansion in heaven. And it was so big, it was as big as New York City, essentially. And I think the question was, well, what did that person do? And I don't know, I may be mixing them up, but it was somebody who had this, this Sight, okay, a seer that had this sight, and uh, if it wasn't cat, maybe she was I'm a, sorry, she, was she, she sees us. Jesus. Anyway, they were hanging. and the the question was posed: What did this person do to have such a mansion in heaven? And the answer was prayed, interceded. This person was an intercessor. This person never stopped praying. And so there's a difference between having a communication, a conversation, which should be ongoing all of the time, from the time you rise till the time you go every to sleep. Believer, even, yeah, yeah, every even believer, when you turn over yeah, in the middle of the sure. night and you're fluffing a... your pillow, you should be talking to God all of the time. There should be running open dialogue as, as if you have a friend on the phone all of the time with all you. And and then there's some times where you need to step up your game and actively engage and intercede. And when, when you tell someone you're going to pray for them, you better do it. Um, that's the hugest gift. You can give today. to somebody. And it, yeah, I mean, I don't take it lightly. If I tell somebody yeah. I'm going to pray for them, I'm going to pray oh, for them 100%. because I need that in return. For sure. You know, when somebody tells me that. So when you intercede, those things are so important. So lest we think that we have to move to, you know, the Amazon jungle or out in Muslim territory where the Al Qaeda live in caves and witness to people in order to, I, I don't want to say reap the benefits of. What we have I think it's bottom us. line. It's it's a heart posture. Is what it's I'm a heart saying. posture, yeah. and it's it's yeah. the parable of the talents. Like, what mm-hmm. are you going to do with the Lord with, with what, what the get, Lord yeah, has given you? Yeah. Like, if you were called to do X, Y, and Z, like, what are you going to do with the calling He's given you? Whether that's to do this, like, to be an intercessor, or like it's and in every season, you know, like every season looks different, but it's mm-hmm. literally bottom line. Well, every believer's praise. Every believer, I believe, like has that just that authority and ability to to pray and. And connect with the Lord, but then it's also like, yeah, are you going to be with faithful with what He's given you and what He's called to you? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Too much to her or him, much. M- who is given much, much is expected, and I agree. So, well, hopefully yeah. that helps you. Also, I wanted to leave you with a verse. Anything else, though? Before we no, I think we should let them go. Yeah, I think probably that's true. Um, so second, second Chronicles sixteen nine says, "For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him." So God promises that you will find that strength when you pray to him. And I thank you for joining Emily and I today. And I hope that you'll continue to join us on Color Speak wherever you find your podcasts. If there's another podcast. If there ever is another one Because I'm revoking your privileges. Right. She might very well. But it is what it is. And uh, maybe you might even be listening on Grace and Truth Radio World. Oh, gosh. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. So this is J.M. Huxley for Truth Talk on Color Speak. I just feel like this has been just like a three ring circus event. But I really hope everybody's enjoyed listening to it.